who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. Lifetime original movies are a staple of any TV junkie's diet, and we take them very seriously. So seriously that we've dedicated an entire podcast to picking apart each and every one ever made. The stories, the actors, the stunning dialogue, the IMDb trivia, we're here to discuss it all with the appropriate mixture of reverence and humor, one movie at a time. I'm Molly McAleer, and this is Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Okay, you guys, tonight we're doing Death Click with Allie Ward. Allie, how are you? Fuck, dude. Fuck. Okay, wait. Uh, we talked about this on our last election, and then like we thought on our last election that we would know who our president, or our last episode, that we would know who our president was, because the election would be over, but it wasn't over, and now it is, and it's not good. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, it's rough. You know what just is like embarrassing is that you live in a bubble. You know, 
the, we live in a coastal region. Oh, that wasn't like accusatory. Like no, 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 I was, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a big, there's a huge divide between urban and rural, you know, cultures. And uh, America is just yearning for jobs and will settle for whatever cotton candy haired bastard will promise them. And that's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. I mean, it doesn't not relate to death click. Like, people just, like, respond to peer pressure. I was watching People death will click. listen to, like, they'll hear what they tell, what's being told to them. And they'll just be like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. And, like, they're being promised on some greater world that doesn't exist. And it's like, obviously, look at Ashley. Her mother's, like, a brutal alcoholic that from scene number one is drinking, like, a cartoon. Yeah, like, do you remember like during like a prohibition era cartoon where like the cartoon would be like <laughs> glug 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 like I have a problem this is why this is illegal right. like that's how her mom was drinking and like I have a feeling that in the writer's room there was a really big debate about whether or not she should have periodic hiccups like well, let, let's just have a go <gasps> like a like an absolute Looney Tune drunk but I do think that if Trump had campaigned mm-hmm. with one feather earring mm-hmm. we would have had a heads up that he was not good one feathery earring was like the sign of like you've crossed the line in this movie. Like you have one feather earring, which by the way is kind of true. Like everyone had that girl in their high school that all of a sudden adopted a style that was like a head, like it was just way too much. And um, one, one thing that I want to throw out is that everyone on this, not everyone, but a lot of the guests on this show say that there's like a writer's room and like there's no writer's room and that's the problem. Oh yeah, that's a good point. And this plays, it's one, uh, a Barbara Kimlicka at home. She's written something called Killer Bash, um, Dirty Teacher, mm. The Cheating Pact, wow. a very mi- a, a very merry mix-up. She has a lot of TV movies. This is so lucrative for some people. I was just going to say, I wonder what her house is like. I wish there was a way we could cross-reference like Zillow and figure out the, the worth of her home. I want to know how much you make for these scripts. Do you make a dollar, but you get to put your name on it? Or do you make of like a half million dollars because your name's on it? I think you make like a half million dollars and that's why you keep doing it over and over again. Because it stains your identity for life? A little bit? A little bit. Well, you just get put in that category, I think. Right. You know, you're like, oh, you're the one that rates that. And then that's why like... Will Ferrell can come in and it's like a big fucking joke that like he would write one and everyone's like, tell me the mystery. Why is this so funny? Why would you do that? And it's like, because I wrote the movie and who does that? Except for randoms. That's a good point. Ugh. I do know the people that made that, that directed and produced that Will Ferrell movie. And I haven't had like a proper sit down with them. I'm like, how did this happen? What, what were, how are you feeling? What was well, your process? Well, from what I understand, he's a real mother may I sleep with podcast type where it's like he watches these movies. He <laughs> loves them. They're soothing to his soul. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do this podcast as I hate Lifetime. I do this podcast because... Lifetime soothes my soul. Like, I don't care if I'm watching teens get murdered. Actually, I love it. <laughs> this is my favorite genre of Lifetime movie. Like, I don't like to watch, like, Haley Duff. Like, as we spent so much time with Haley Duff. And, like, I just want to say again, like, I'm sorry to Haley. She didn't ask, she didn't reach out and ask me to apologize. In fact, she doesn't, doesn't, hasn't acknowledged me. But, like, I will just say I'm sorry to Haley Duff. I feel like I was really hard on her. I'll also apologize on Ronnie's half. I think that Ronnie was really hard. I really actually placed the blame on my friend Ronnie Karam uh, for the way that he handled Haley Duff. But, no, I, I think that these, this is, like, a place where people go to, like, 
they're like, hi, I'm here. I still want to act. I'm going to do something. And the viewers are here like, hey, I'm here. I still want to watch something. Right. And then this is where we all come together. I have a question. With, wow. Of the actors, like, is this a thing that you audition for or is this like an offer only situation? I think that like the lead might get an offer only if it's like fantastic. So like I think like a Haley Duff movie, they go to Haley Duff first and they're like, yeah, we're okay. going to give you this. But there was no one in Death Click that I've seen in terms of just clicking through to their Wikipedias where I've been like, oh, she's gone on to do Black Swan. Right, right. Like her second film after this was uh, Room. She, oh. this is, you know, or whoever, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, there's no one. Oh, I thought that, I thought you were actually saying that happened. And I was like, well, shit, that's pretty good. But I thought, I thought I was watching Evan Rachel Wood for the first, like, 20 minutes. I was like, damn, girl. Who's Sarah? Um, Ashley. I thought that was just straight up Evan Rachel. You know, have you been watching Westworld? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was she from Westworld. I thought it was... She does have that vibe, and I have to say, Ashley was very well cast, and she was cast in a show called Valley Girls, which was similar, I think. She's been in a bunch of interesting stuff. Graceland, she was in Anger Management, the TV series, CSI. She has that look to her where you're like, oh, you could be a real-life bad girl. Yeah. She has, but I feel like she could, she almost had, like, at moments, I was like, you're Juno Temple-esque. And can I remind you of uh, who I, well, can I tell you who I think the girl who played Jade Brittany Underwood reminded me of oh who because I could not put a finger on it Landon from Southern Charm I don't know that show and I'm sorry you might know her from the Bay uh the Goldbergs okay uh Hollywood Heights One Life to Live and then she was in an episode of Law and Order SVU called Demons so this is just populated with some bitch and doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. I mean, that's pretty much usually the case. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they have some breakouts. So like the parent is played by someone with the parents in this were so underwhelming for me. Oh, I had thoughts about it. I had some thoughts. At the beginning, I will say I thought Neva McIntosh, who played Trish, the drunk mom, was the worst. Mm -hmm. But toward the end, I thought she was the best. She I think that that's maybe that's just a directorial error maybe they had her swing too far do you know what i mean too right. far on that drunk you know what you know what i it's so hard for me to watch things and i think about the research process and i'm like i bet that the drunk mom watched so many videos of drunk people like trying to get it right probably went to some dive bars to like look at some locals like try to get it right that's a hard thing to do drunk's hard classically drunk is the hardest thing to play because i always say the only people who sh who should play drunks are sober people I think sober people are the only people that can really hone in on what's wrong with the drunk person because mm. people who don't drink that much, they won't know. People who are actively drinkers, they're going to go too hard. Yeah. Sober people get that right mix. And I've heard one way to play it that's very, very simple is just that in reality, a sober person or a drunk person, when they are trying to pretend they are sober, they are... Uh, they try so hard to pretend they're sober. Yeah, I have heard that also. It's just that it's you have to see the internal struggle of like, I'm not even drunk right now when like, they're even, hammered. Which is why I won't be an actress. It's so hard. You're on TV though, Allie. Tell everyone about you. Oh gosh. Well, I, I want you to know that I got my start in television on some pretty bad cop dramas. That's okay, but Stephen told me that you know that brontosauruses aren't real last week and that really hurt my feelings. Is that true? Well, actually, there's been a, I think there's been recent developments with Brontosauri. 
Oh, has there? I think that they're, I think it's getting a little bit of a, like, it, it went the way of Pluto where they're like, Brontosaurus is not real. It was an, I think it was uh, an Apatosaurus. I'm not yes. really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were two, there's a huge feud with Brontosauruses. One guy claiming one, you yeah. know, a little bit about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, that Stephen the, Ray Morris, by the way, Stephen Ray Morris. Uh, that the uh, Brontosaurus was a, I believe, an Apatosaurus body mm-hmm. and a Camarasaurus skull. Right. And then they were like, nope, it's those actual two things. And then for the last hundred years, it's been like, Brontosaurus doesn't exist. Right. But I didn't know that maybe there is this other, like... Yeah, is your phone on... Air- Mine's on airplane. But if you want to... If you want to... Do you need to charge? Just googly-googly it. No, I'm going to I'm gonna Google this Google right it, Googly, Google it and let yeah. me know. Because I feel like it's like, Pluto, you're a planet. JK, you're not a planet. And then it's like, if we came back and we're like, holy shit, Pluto's a planet. I feel like there's maybe some developments in here, even though fossil... The fossil record is not my forte. Well, like... I mean, just a small tangent. But the that the original paleontologists, like... Their feud is like oh. legendary. Oh, in real dicks! They were the worst garbage. I mean, not the worst, but like there's Just plenty of people who are way worse. But cock monsters. Yeah, that they would destroy fossils so that their other person wouldn't get it, and change, literally, and change laws so that the other person couldn't keep their bones. Like. <laughs> Yes, this just turned, turned into Stephen Ray Morris and Allie Ward gossip about dinosaurs. Wait, what the we, fuck happened? How do we get it off the rails? I mean, Bye. do we do we do we want to start a dinosaur it. podcast? This is not we a bad don't. idea because this is what I will say: is that there are certain movies on this podcast, and which and and the Haley Duff one was one just like it, where I'm like, you know what? If we talk about cupcakes, <laughs> if we talk about whatever for the first forty five minutes, and then we get to last like fifteen minutes of how this girl in real life was actually actually murder, murdered this girl named Skylar who was not represented in this film so poorly. Like, I mean, I guess like, I guess it really was kind of like the law and order version, but like they even gave more credence to like the hipster grifter than they did to this girl that like got murdered. Like, like I on feel law you. and order, they do a better job. This, this was very vague. Like the internet was such a huge part in how this girl got murdered. And it really, really was. Show it. The thing is, is they didn't even take, because I went on a deep dive onto what really happened. I yeah. was like, hold up, hold up. This is based on real life. I need a little background check here. So I did. And I was like, the real story is so much better than the TV version. And I was like, what Can the you fuck? imagine? The fuck? I was like, these girls were lovers. They all three were hanging out. Like, there was some shit. I went so far down into a hole that I started looking at like Twitter videos okay. of the girls. Because I just, I was trying to figure out like, who's Ashley in real life? Who was Jade? I I wanted to try and figure out, like, one girl was named Sheila. Who's named Sheila in high school, by the way? Or was it Shalia in real life? I don't think it was Shalia. I think it was um, it was Skylar. There was a Skylar, a Sheila, and, like, a someone else. Okay. And a Potosaurus was the third person. <sighs> there was also, there was also, Pot- I didn't read about her. I have to tell you this, though, is that once I started to read about it, I realized it was very close to something that I was already working on. And then I was like, I gotta stay away from this because if they're claiming this has anything to do with that, then I want to stay away from it. Right, you're gonna get your lines crossed. I'm just gonna, I don't, I don't want to cross any lines. I'm not gonna end up in any legal trouble. I didn't do I anything, it. officer. I'm not Ashley. I just wanted to watch Death Click, write some notes, read the Wikipedia of Skylar, be like, this is completely inappropriate, as well as the L.com article, which was interesting. I did not read that. I don't think I did. But here's the thing. Like, I'm not, like, my friend Georgia 
and Karen, who's been on the podcast, well yes. known for their for their love of murder stories. I myself am not. I tend not to look at that shit because my dad was a crime reporter. My sister was a crime reporter. That's a lot. I I had I got mugged, and I just like true crime is one of those things that's like like in the age of like trigger warnings is like one of those things that's I'm like. Eh. Oh my god, I would have chosen like an eating disorder one. I wouldn't. I I really would have if oh, I no, knew. No, 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 okay. no. I All mean, right. I'm, no, I'm chill with it. There's there plenty are eating of disorder on ones? Lifetime. Oh, we've done two this season. Oh god, oh, yeah. damn it! I haven't listened. I could to those have found ones. you something about like cutting. <laughs> That's light, right? That's not too deep. Cutting. No, no, no. It's fine. It's not. It's. I don't like. I don't like start twitching or anything. It's just one of those things where I I don't feel relaxed like for some people hearing about worse shit relaxes them about their own life but for me for me like um i i have to like go the other way and like watch documentaries about hummingbirds and stuff okay i need to numb myself with other weird shit got you usually nature but nature is a vicious vicious beast anyway like nature is full of murder nature freaks me out more than murder because like nature's semi-understandable but also so not understandable it's i mean the natural world is savage it's like and i it's so every i mean every that to me that to me is interesting because it's instinctual and because that's because animals and nature are working purely from the id and murders and crimes deal with a conflict between like the id and and the ego and usually not the super, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's less dement, like murder is more dimensional psychologically, but like nature is just like, I want to eat you. I'm going to eat you. So if I was like, okay, so if you were to compare a species of animal to teenage girls, what species would you choose and why? Oh God. To teenage girls. I, I want to say some kind of cephalopod because cephalopods are really smart Okay. They can get in and out of situations, but they're also masters of camouflage. And I feel like teenage girls. So for um, retards at home, what's a cephalopod? A cephalopod is a. Sorry, did that word offend you? I, I you, you might get some letters. I haven't been kicked off. I, they don't kick me off yet. They know. Okay. They know I'm bad. That's fine. I'm watching Lifetime movies. They're in the same boat with me. I think I'm pretty sure you're not going to get a ton of They're listening to this on their like cruise, their carnival cruise and being like, so glad I'm catching up with this. (laughs) Well, I can't watch TV. You might, you might get some mail about the Apatosaurus references if I'm incorrect. We'll check back with Steven in a bit on that. Do fact checking. Steven (laughs) receives all the emails directly. Sweet. Okay. So anyway, gatekeeper. Um, Okay. So cephalopod is like a squid uh, it's like a mollusk with a giant head, yes. like a squid, an octopus, like a cephala is head, pod is foot. So they're just pretty much made of head and feet. Yeah. Anyway, does that help? No, that does help. But they're masters of disguise. They can get themselves in and out of things. They're very smart. Teenagers are just made of head and feet. They, really, But there's so much crotch. There is so much crotch if they're activating it. If they're wisely activating it or unwisely. Were you, were, how sexually active were you as a teenager? So not sexually active. Yeah, me I like, I like, I'm very open about like ceremoniously losing my virginity to my like boyfriend at 17. I made him wait a year. Like that was even slutty to me. I remember like the, when I slept with, uh, five people like it was way past an age everyone I knew like had blown through at least five people like no problem 
and Literally I was like, blown through that's it. Like, that's it. Like, I can no longer count my sexual partners <gasps> on one hand. I had the same situation. It was really, like, embarrassing. Yeah, I had a lot. I was a, I was a frigid teen. I yeah. was like a don't. I was like, I'm. if you we have sex once, I'm going to end up having to get an abortion or something crazy. Yeah. I was, like, very scared. I was, was with my boyfriend for, like, three years. F- didn't sleep together until we were, I was, like, 19 I was yeah. like already in college, paying my own rent on a, in a house, like total adult, and I still wouldn't give it up. Because um, it is a personal thing. Even if your parents are like putting that on you, at a certain point you understand it. It's a personal thing. Whether you that personal thing is something you agree with or not, you decide to stick with it or not. Right. I think it's also fear. Like, I don't know, fear-based a little bit. Like I was – I think – I was one of three girls, so it was always like, oh, watch out for teenage boys. But I give amazing hand jobs as a result. Like, you don't get, you you know, that's some good training ground. That's like a great hand job. When you're a virgin as a teenager for three years, like, man, you get good at the other stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Which doesn't make you any less of a of a baby hooker, but that's fine. I don't know. I think that's I think that's fun. I think that I would like to hear the reverse of that because it's like I give amazing hand jobs and it's like, um, that's like giving the best of a ten on a skee ball score. <laughs> like, dude, every time I get a ten on a skee ball, like it goes right in the hole. And like, <laughs> that's like gonna... a semi bra. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like it's sh- like. I mean, like, what's the 500? No one gives the 500. I know. What's the 500? Saying you're good at hand jobs is like being like I'm. I'm great at like repairing old video cameras. Like, what the good? What good is that? What someone good is likes, that? Someone likes that. Someone likes that a lot. I don't know. Okay, so we have to open up on this very drunk woman. She's guzzling the last of her booze, and uh, she knocks over a lamp. And no. it's like basically like uh, she hurts her leg, and her daughter comes in. It's Ashley, and right. Ashley leans in, and her mom's like, "Help me, Ashley! I broke my ankle." And she's like, "What are you gonna do for me?" Then we fade to black. A bell rings at a high school the next day. People are talking about the school dance. Our lead, Sarah, I'm going to call her our lead because she gets murdered. She's pouting that she doesn't know why uh, oh, why they all like the school slut. There's this school slut that we haven't really established yet. Mm-hmm. Her friend Jade wants to skip class. And like she's the one who looks like Landon from Southern Charm. Right. Uh, and she's like, her, like the her heroine Sarah's like she's like no gotta go to class and she's like I'll, I'll help you cheat so they go to class she helps her cheat all of a sudden this new student enters she's like super fluent in Spanish the Spanish teacher like was about to catch the two girls cheating and she's like no 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 he's like this new star is here sitting next to these two girls so after class uh, like Jade Jade is yeah. Jade is so beautiful and actually quite classy. She's got such shiny hair. She has such shiny hair. She looks so good. But her dad's like a man whore. And I love that he's like, I'm going to go meet Mindy. And it's like Mindy is like a whore name in movies. But it's like all I can think of is either Mindy Kaling or the sister on Friday Night Lights. Oh, God, that'd be so tight if he were actually dating Mindy Kaling. Like I was like. If this high school father is going to go like skip town and leave his daughter for the yeah. majority of her senior year to go bum Mindy Kaling, Ugh. let's More go to power. that movie. Cut to well, that I'll film. I'll watch the shit out of that. I will say that you could tell that Jade was going to be 
Like she walks up, she walks up in a beret. She's wearing yeah. like maybe a flannel, and you're like, oh, okay, she's got the troubled home life. Because you don't wear a beret in high school unless you've got something to prove. You don't wear a beret in high school unless you've got something to prove, or you're a huge nerd. And like, because like some huge nerds would have worn a beret mm. at my mm. school. Maybe the kids that went to the Ren Fair, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. even then, you've got something to prove. But you know, I went to the Ren Fair. What kind of kid? What kind of kid were you? A nerd. There you go. I was all Asian. Like I got I got held out of all Asian events. What? Because I was not all Asian. So you were what were your interests? Um hanging out with my friends. Well, no no no, I had two groups. I had like my Asian friends at like public school. Okay. And then at private school I had my punk rock friends. And so I would just like take train like take the train into the city, like go to straight edge punk rock shows, like literally feel so bad for anyone who ever felt the need to do drugs or alcohol in their life. And then <laughs> uh take the train home and go to bed. We would have been friends. Yeah, I was just such like a yeah, no, gotta behave my mom. Like my mom was so scary. Were your parents scary? No, no. I but do you have older sisters? Siblings? No, I was an only child, so I had like oh. no frame of reference for like, oh, don't worry, she's not really gonna hold you to it. Like I was like, oh, my mom's gonna like shave my head and lock me in my room. Well, they didn't have any backup kids in case you got fucked up. You know what I mean? No, that's the truth. Like when there... and we talk about, we had a scream fight on that back balcony that like two months ago or like last month, where I was just like, yo, I don't know, like what you want from me. Oh. Like, like, what am I supposed to be? Like, I can't be like less of a, um, I can't be more successful and I can't be less of a fuck up. Like, what do you want of me? Like, I am who I am. Was she lady? Was she, was she wasting your flavor? What was, what was happening? She was wasting my flavor. And like, but be like TBH, like I feel for Shauna. She had me when she was 21. Oh, that's so young. That's so young. Like I would have never done that. And so like, then that's when we get into like weird psychological conversations where I'm like, I wish that you grew up in a time where like you felt like you could do whatever you needed to do with your life or your body. So you, whatever, this is too intense for a lifetime podcast. Let's just get to the fact <laughs> That uh, 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 Jade is cheating. She creates a distraction in the class. The teacher doesn't catch Jade. She sees this girl. Her Spanish is impressive. What do you think of her? She's really pretty. Who? New girl, Ashley. Maybe we should see if she wants to hang out tonight. Yeah? Oh. Hey, Dad. Hey. Hi, Mr. Johnson. Hey, Sarah. I'm going to be staying at Minnie's for a couple days. Should be some leftovers in the fridge. Yeah, okay. See you Monday. Stay out of trouble, you two. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Who is Mindy? I don't know. I've lost track. Come on. Hey. Hey. I like your kicks. Aren't they hot? I just got them. So you new in town? No. I live on the other side of the freeway. Transferred out of Lexington High. Principal was a real dick. Well, what do you think of this place? Depends. What's going on this weekend? Actually, we were going to go to a party tonight. You want to come? We can pick you up. Cool. I'm at 18 via Carlina. Great. We'll see you at 7. 
And this is a long sound clip, but it's basically everything we need to know about this trio for just getting into like the broad strokes. Jade's dad is attractive. He's getting pussy everywhere. <laughs> the weekend's with Mindy. Uh, this new girl is ready to party. She's like, it's it's time to have fun in her fun sneakers. Did you like her sneakers? They were horrible. I th- I believe they're called kicks. Were they called kicks? She keeps saying, call- I like your kicks. They kept calling them kicks. They were those. They were those like suede uh, mauve numbers, right? Wedge, like kind of like yeah. a, a mini wedge with the studs, right? Uh, Never been worn before. I here's my okay. Here's my problem. I because I worked in I worked in like bad cop shows. I worked okay. in TV as an actress when I was in college and a little bit after. So it's it was so hard for me to not see like some wedge mauve kicks and think of the wardrobe stylist yes. having an anxiety attack over which one the director wants. Yeah. Someone, the actress dropped mustard on them at craft service and now production has to shut down while someone runs to Nordstrom. Like it's so hard for me to, to take myself out, out of that like willing suspension of disbelief and not think about all of the anxiety and trying to get the details right in this movie. You're right, because this isn't something that's, like, sponsored by Kohl's, and, like, everyone's dressed by Kohl's. Like, no. this is, like, oh. That was a create, but those shoes were a creative choice, and what did they, what do you think they said about the character? She was willing to take some risks? She was, uh, she was looking for status? I, I was seeing, like, a little bit cheap. Okay. Uh, but shoe conscious. Shoe conscious? Because you can be like shoe <laughs> conscious, but like pay less shoe conscious, which is like conscious, which is like two different things. Right, right, right. And I think that she was looking for like a chunky kind of like mauve sneaker with like a little bit of like faux stud detailing. And it's like, okay, you're badass, but like, I mean, those aren't like Jimmy Choo. Well, one other Honey. thing. No, they're not. <laughs> We're at Sarah's house, is the mom, and the mom is polishing the silver when they walk in. Oh my in. god! Oh, do I have a note on that? Do I? Um, number one, okay, I will go back though. The opening shot of Ashley's mom suckling the bottle of Pinot, whatever that was. Yeah, it was I, wild. I thought that she was the kid that gets killed because this mom, these moms are too, their hair is too long to be suburban moms. It's too well curled. It's too shiny. It's too conditioned. Yeah. I see this bitch on the ground. I see her stumbling around. I was like, these high school kids. Okay, let's see what's up. And then I'm like, wait, she's the mom? I didn't want to be mean, but I was thinking, Jade, like, you look like you, like I could play. Like, right? you can play high school, I can play high school. Right. Like, this is scary, Jade. The, I mean, uh, what's... Yeah, it was, it was a weird age range. The mom, the moms are like... The mom was older for Sarah. Right. But she also Jade's had too dad many was too young and hot. That's true. And then Ashley's mom was like. Hi, Wags. Ashley's mom was like. she. I mean, she played like young and drunk, which made me think that maybe she got pregnant at 18. Right. But she's not going to have that shiny of hair. Not if she's drinking that way. No, she needs to look more ratchet. I don't know she why she either didn't needs do to that. drink or in moisturize or like there's no TV. She gets nothing else. Exactly. Um, yeah. But anyway, okay. So, but but um, Sarah's mom is polishing the silver. Does Sarah's mom have a job? 
No, 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 no. Okay, just checking. No, I don't I don't think we saw her having sort of any any job at all. And she's like, can Jade stay? And her mom's like, of course. Tell her to stay the night. Whatever. Uh, and this is very common in Lifetime movies. Like, just like the friend that stays the night. Same as like Disney, whatever. These parents just have apps. Like, these people just have absentee parents, whatever. <laughs> um, so they're upstairs talking. Jade doesn't have a date yet to the brands. Uh, Sarah's likely going with some guy named Clay. Uh the girls, all three of them, go uh, to pick up. Oh, to pick up the new girl, but the mom comes out wasted. Hey, hey, hey. look what I got! Wine? Where'd you get that? My mom. Hey, girls, where are you all off to tonight? Oh, just a house party. Oh, that sounds like fun. Well, you all want to come in, hang out? No, mom, we don't want to hang out with you. Why does no one have red wine teeth? Why are they drinking red wine? No one has wine teeth. It's that weird flavor of like rosé that's like not it's like it's like a it's like a really really sweet rosé that's like hot pink almost it looked like fruit punch right it it really does which it probably was but by the way she's acting even though she was bad drunk acting she was oscar drunk act like drunk acting it's really hard to play a drunk yeah it is hard these actresses in these these movies work so hard they work like harder than they were like harder than kylie jenner she Most works sore like every week that's restocked like hello that's not easy for her <laughs> like they all like like drive down there into that weird factory and have to put on like those weird shoes and it's like it's not easy um but we see the drunk mom is really really lonely and there's something bigger with the drinking with her there i don't know what it is yet and i don't think we ever really resolve whatever the big problem is with her why is she such a drunk yeah, yeah. We need and more, we know the dad left but like what more? I think, oh, you know what? Toward the very end, I think we understand that Ashley's a lot like her father, which meant her father must have been abusive. abusive. Yeah. And so, and. Well, I mean, this scene opens with Ashley slapping her mother in the face. Right. That's not cool, kids. Dude, what would happen if you slapped your mom in the face? Oh, shit. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. Can you imagine if I slapped my mom? No. Put yourself in your. In your can you? you what would my mom have to do? I can't even think of a situation. She would have to slap you like really hard and like it would have to be a consistent thing and it would have to be like, I'm taking back the fucking night. My name is Allie Ward. You do not slap me one more time, mom. If my, slap. If my, and then like, then you run away and you burn yourself in the woods. That's the only those That's the circumstance in which I would imagine mom would slap their mom. If my mom threw hands at me. Number one, I'd grab her wrists because she's old. Is she tiny? No, I mean, she's shorter than me, but yeah, I could take her. I could take, she also has MS, so she's easy to throw off balance. That's dark, but it's true. (laughs) So, um, okay, okay, okay. The girls are all talking about boys at this house party and like they're like, is anyone off limits? And Sarah's are like, none of them are in relationships. Um, Who's uh, but it gets weird when Clay is around. And then the new girls like sh- like uh, Ashley, she's like, who's he? And uh, and Sarah's like, he's nobody. And she's like, well, if he's fair game, I'm going to go introduce myself. Wait, which one is Clay? Is he Beanpole Aryan Nation boy? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I I think well at certain I don't know like at certain I'm like at certain points I'm like is Clay Owen or is Owen Clay? They all look like people with white boys with like bowl cuts, <laughs> like Nick Carter in 1995. <laughs> and so, but either way, these two interchangeable nobodies named Clay and Owen are like existing. <laughs> and like I just will tell you this: like boys were so like it was so serious to like betray my girl group for a boy in high school well, that like not. that would have been like next level like. Oh, you mean you haven't announced you like Clay? Well, then I'm going to go give him my number. That would have been like death of friendship. Oh, yeah. That would have gotten you out of the click real quick. Especially if you go to like a 300 person school. Oh, everyone would know about it in two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah, no. As soon as you. Yeah, no. You, as soon as someone's got dibs on it, that's the person. That's. But they are at this house party. The lighting. I And I think about the gaffers. I think about the long nights they pull. I think about their best boy grips. All that such. And I'm like, this lighting was too even. There were no shadows. It looked like a tampon commercial and their blouses were killing me. Well, they do this in like four and a half days. I know. It's amazing. I know. It really is amazing. They are the hardest people. I mean, they're hardest working people just because like porn, like if you don't get great audio, you can do like whatever. Like you can go in and do that after the fact. Like you can do it in post. This is like really important. There are some important scenes. So I know. I know. I when I was in high school though I never remember there being dancing at parties. It was just people sitting around trying to smoke weed out of apples. Absolutely, or like awkwardly conversing, like trying to act like as if we knew what we were doing outside of school anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just weird. So Sarah's uh Sarah's parents are talking and her dad's like killing time by throwing her on a football. And like Sarah's dad is um at like, I never like to be, like, harsh and ruin anyone's career, but he's the worst actor in the history of um, the craft. Like, it is the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Like, throughout this entire film, he acts like his daughter's murder is, like, his coupon got rejected at Walmart. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, he seems mildly inconvenienced, but not concerned. Yeah, it's like, it's not even like a coupon that he had been counting on. He's like, oh, like, oh, cool. Like, I got Frisky Cat. Like, I never normally get this brand, but like, it was on sale. Like, oh, you the know, coupon did, oh, uh, you know. I think that there are actors who are gonna kill it in the commercial realm and like he needs to be like in a bathtub in a cialis commercial no talking absolutely no trauma. and then there are actors who are like their commercial and their dramatic life maybe shouldn't they should just stick to one of them i think it's like he's good enough that he could be in a lifetime movie but like good enough uh looking that he could be in a lifetime movie he just isn't enough pride to admit that like his best role would be in a bathtub acting like he has a failure erection I hear you. He's a good looking man. That's an ego problem, especially if he has children. Like his poor children are probably hungry because he has to like do these stupid movies where he just fails. <sighs> anyway. I want to know if they, I want to know what kind of studying happens ahead of time. I want to know if he like watches news footage of people whose like children have been just been dragged out of a river. You sound like Sarah. Where is she? Oh, she's out with Jade. So, Houston called. There's three days left on their offer. I thought we'd made a decision about that. No, you did. Paul, it, it's just not the right time to move. I mean, Sarah ran away when they offered you that job in San Diego last year. Yeah, and I turned it down. And we'd have to relocate to Texas. Yeah. Can't we just wait until Sarah graduates? 
And mom's on the computer. She's seeing that Sarah's out with Jade. She's seeing that like the new girl is like clearly they're they're arguing on the position of whether or not it's fair that she be out with this new girl. Uh, then we see Ashley take Clay out. She takes a drink from Clay and she spills it all over her intentionally oh. and ruins her outfit. Uh. And Sarah tells her to like stay put. She's like, I'm going to put on Ashley's jacket. No big deal. And then Ashley signs uh, signs into her social media and looks at all the videos she was in that night. She goes home. And she sees that in uh, some of them, Sarah's in them. She's not looking pleased. She's not looking good. It's not a flattering jacket that she's wearing. But then she realizes she's like kind of being pushed out. Like it looks like it's really kind of like the Ashley and Jade show. She's like, she could even be cropped. Like in my mind, I was thinking like she's she could be cropped. Um, and then yeah she could blame it on like Instagram square dimensions absolutely she'd be like oh you just didn't fit into the square like it it really would have looked weird it would have been worse for Jade like do you want Jade to look bad and it's like no bitch just press that little arrow in the bottom left you could fit us all in exactly god damn it so uh, oh gosh so Jade gets asked to the dance by Owen Mason and Owen Mason's the guy I guess we're supposed to be paying attention to in the first part of this. Owen Mason is actually the Hawkeye. Clay is the guy that Clay. I, okay, we figured it out. Yeah, Clay's being pulled. Owen Mason's like hot Nick Carter, like Nick Carter in his prime. And then uh, Clay is like, I don't know how we describe him. He's just so blonde. He's so blonde. So he, the so blonde guy, whatever, he's out of the picture. We're talking about straight up Nick Carter. Nick Carter asked Jade to the prom. And then Sarah comes over and she's like, wow, I can't believe, or, uh, sorry. Ashley. Ashley comes over and she's like, wow, I can't believe Sarah said that you should go to prom with Owen. He is like hideous and not good enough for you. Ugh. And, and like, Sarah's like, okay, we got to get going. Jade's like, no, I'll stay here. I'll stay here with Sarah. Wait, who? Ashley? God. It's hard. I have I have a note in my thing. I did not know any of their names until like they started murdering each I other. I usually do initials or just start Oof. calling them by their actress names. I, I, I couldn't figure. I was like, they all had really bland names and they didn't use them enough. I needed them to be like... Like, Ashley, don't throw me on the floor. Ashley, I'm your mom. Ashley, like, I needed them to do that more. They do it toward the... I start to get really good towards the end, but here's the thing is that for about... Yesterday, when I started transcribing the movie, I would say for the first quarter of the movie, I thought Ashley's name was Shelly because the way they were pronouncing it. So I just wrote Shelly. Close enough. So that's where I think I'm getting messed up. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Her real name was Sheila anyway in real life. It was. I think it was Sheila. Also, um, why were the exteriors for Mr. Ramirez's house the same as for Sarah's parents' house? Just a different angle on the driveway. Are you there already? Oh, no, wait. No, we're not there already. No, but that's a good... That's a really good point. That's a really good point. They do a lot of this, and I notice this, because I was like, they're trying to make this based on true story, but they use none of the same names and they use none of the same locations. And then at one point, Ashley says, I transferred from Lexington. I'm from Lexington, Massachusetts. Mm. So I was like, is there a Lexington, California? Because I know there's like 48 Lexingtons in the United States. I think it's like a Springfield. There is. There's a Lexington, California. I was shocked. There is? Yeah. Where is it? OC? I don't know. I stopped examining after it said Lexington, California. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, there's like, the, it is, it's like a Springfield. And so, uh, yeah, that really shocked me. I think they tried to muddy it as much as possible to like avoid any legal situation. Um, but they all go to Ashley's house after school, after this Owen thing. And Ashley's just pouring all of them wine like their girlfriends oh. after school. <laughs> mom comes in, like, hey, girl. She's like, top me off. Oh. Uh, so mom's totally fine with drinking. And Jade and uh, Ashley are going, like, they're, we're gonna, let's have pizza for dinner. Sarah's like, I got to get going. Jade, you should come home with me. Because remember, Jade's dad's sleeping at Mindy Kaling's house. And like she's like, no, girl, I'll stay here. So... Uh, Sarah's mom tells her, she's like, listen, I got to be like one-on-one with you. We're back at Sarah's house. And Sarah's mom's like, listen, I got to be one-on-one with you. Dad got another job offer in Texas. This one's the real deal. I know you didn't react well last time, AKA you fucking ran away. Like, I'm not telling you to freak out, but the job offer exists. It would be an amazing life for all of us. You would go to great schools, blah, blah, blah. But we won't move if you don't want to. And she's like, then don't move. And so she leaves. Can they just, at that, would your parents have ever asked you? No, 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 they didn't. Yeah. Like, it it wasn't, it wasn't an asked question. Yeah, no. Like, when it was time to, you know, like, like, I think that it was considered, I think there was some sensitivity to it, some sensitivity that didn't necessarily take place in this family. But overall, there was some sort of, like, sensitivity to the fact that like when we did move like uh between my freshman and sophomore year like it was like yeah it was like this is a big deal yeah um moving away like if i or if i had tried to like run away from home like my mom would have killed me oh my god yeah they picked me up on the highway and murdered me herself so like some hitchhiker wouldn't have to do it (laughs) which by the way i want to tell you my mom is so cute when i took her to las vegas I was like, Mom, how long does it take to drive there and how does it take to walk there? She's like, it takes, um, she goes, okay, it takes, um, it takes, uh, 16 minutes to drive there, 36 minutes to walk there and, um, 17 minutes to hitchhike there. And I was like, Mom, that's not a hitchhiking symbol. I was like, that's... (laughs) She She thought the symbol on Apple was like, hey, so like, and additionally, (laughs) like, if you want to, like, you know, take a taxi or do whatever, like, you can hitchhike. I'm like, mom, Apple's not going to give you, like, hitchhiking shortcuts. And she's like, what? I grew up in the 70s. Oh, God. Like, they know, they know when there are serial killers driving around. They're like, another one's due in three minutes. She doesn't think of them as serial killers. She thinks of them as, like, the people that took her to the beach in the 70s. Like, I mean, it's fine. That was Lyft back then. They didn't have tiny pocket computers. I don't know. So, Wait, where were we? Oh. So, Ashley and Jackie are drinking, or Ashley and Jade, why did I say Jack? Ashley and Jade are drinking on the bed and talking. You should try this on. Oh, cute. You know, I was serious about what I said earlier. You don't really want to go to the dance with that Owen guy, do you? No, not really. There's a better mirror in the bathroom. Oh, okay, cool. I'll be right back. What do you think? Gorgeous. Yeah? Yeah. 
During the scene, Ashley turns the ringer off of Jade's phone. Right. And um, Ashley gives Jade a top to try on. She's like, try on this like black peasant top, which uh. like, by the way, I love this in Lifetime movies because they're always like, try on my like most attractive piece of clothing. It's like always like a moo-moo with like a fucking belt. It's, like it's never the most attractive person, like a piece of clothing in any person's closet in the history of all time. Like I could literally walk into a stranger's house and find, and so it and she's like, thank you. This is the best fitting top that is ever I have ever worn. Like This is the best top. Thank I'm, you. I'm telling you that this movie was sponsored by blouses because there are just a shit ton of blouses in there. There's so many blouses on young women. Uh, and so, I don't Who wears blouses? We all just wear hoodies and sweatshirts and tank tops and shit, right? Who wears a blouse? I think that's true. Like, I think some people like, yeah, I think you're true. Like, we were like that sort of stuff. And then if someone like wanted to get crazy, they'd like use their friends gap gets like uh discount right get like a shirt these li- these looked like uh some discards from ross i'm not gonna lie to you but it's like try my blouse try my blouse it, but i i respect that the stylist was going for a thing the stylist worked too hard on this the stylist could have gone through goodwill put them all in teenage clothes and moved on in an hour but instead she picked out colors she's like let's put the teal one on this person Let's get these goddamn suede motherfucking shoes on this person. Are you saying these are like Breaking Bad color, like kind of like every character got a color moment? I don't think they went that far. You're not saying that. No, no, no. Okay, because I do think, because wardrobe is the category in our thing, and I'm trying to figure out what is, because for me, sometimes it's like the on-the-nose cheapness, where I'm like, you did the best you could for a manager that shopped only at Old Navy. Totally. And then sometimes I'm like... You did the best you could to make this look like rich and ridiculous. I mean, it, wh- like, just remember wardrobe when we go over the scale at the end. Because it is important in this movie, actually. Teens are always really important with wardrobe. Um, so she's like, you know I was serious, right? You don't want to go to the dance with Owen, do you? And she's like, no. Uh, and then she goes in, uh, into the bathroom, try the shirt on. And then... Uh, Jade's like falling asleep and this is where we get into the part that is like so real in the story and like Ashley starts like to cuddle her in her sleep which I'm gonna say like I love a lot of my girlfriends if I woke up in the middle of the night and I was being like snuggled into a friend's breast I'd be like yo what the fuck is going on man like is that is that wrong to say that I would be disturbed to wake up in a friend's bosom (laughs) Thank you. I think you have a boundary that's healthy. And the I person's right. I, I I have not ever been surprised to be a like a little spoon during a sleepover. Like I've never woken up and been like, oh shit, what? That doesn't nobody touches me. Doesn't bother me. I, like no, no, no. A mini spoon has no. It, it doesn't bother me at all. But, but it's the it's the it's the face to bosom contact. Or just even like I don't know I don't I feel like it was more than that I feel like if this is the lifetime version we're getting of what was ultimately a major part of that story then it was probably a full bosom hug. Well, here's where I think Lifetime missed it because what happened is they took they rooted out because this is what happened in real life. Okay. In real life, this is good chilling. Skylar walked in on. The other two in yeah. a sleepover. I think ha- maybe having lesbian sex. And then she wrote about it in her journal. And that might be a motive of why they killed her. 
But in Lifetime, they're like, we just had a sleepover. We drank some of this fruit punch wine. We did maybe did some bosom cuddling. And that's all they, that's as far as they went. And on Vanderpump Rules, that gets you a sixth season. You know what I mean? They really, I feel like they this really is what's fucked about our society, man. It's mixed messaging for real. No, no, no. For, for real mixed messaging, because that's like fucked up. It's like you can expose someone's shit in one world and then in someone else's world, you can expose it. Just that's it's mixed messaging. And in this movie, all you see is some girl cuddle her friend. It's like, yeah, one can assume it's a lifetime movie. Like when Eddie Cibrian and Leon Rhymes were making it, you knew they were probably doing it raw dog under that cover. MBD. Like whatever. I'm fucking over this. Like I'm just glad wanna... this is a fifteen episode series because these lifetime people are starting to really offend my feelings. Do you do you wish that they would have explored the depth of their relationship a little bit more? Would have given it more context. Yes. So Lifetime chicken shitted it out. Here's the thing is because at times I felt deep sympathy for Ashley. Because like, like, can you imagine waking up in the morning, looking at your mom's wallet, having her not even comment on it and being like, you need more money. Mm. And having her not even say anything because she knows that she's like barely providing for you because she can't function. And then can you imagine like... Being like, there there were so many moments with Ashley where it's like, you could just tell she was like, I did write in my notes, Ashley, like, sociopath or victim of deep neglect. Like, what happened with Ashley? Sociopath, definitely. I'm like, she's, and again, I think about the actresses, like, Wikipedia and different personality disorders. I was like, in my head, I was like, this actress... Which Wikipedia holes did she go down to in mental disorders to play this? Did she pretend to be a little bit on the spectrum and that's why she had such a flat emotional effect? Or was she just straight up pretending to be a psychopath? And I think she was pretending to be a psychopath because she didn't show empathy at any point in the entire film. And so I think that that was her deal. She's like, okay, my deal is I'm a lady psychopath. Underrepresented in television, I suppose. But, and I don't know. I mean, her mom also was. But there's uh, a woman that both Stephen and I are in love with, Jody Arias. Um, she's changed Jody. our world. I mean, no, I literally told Stephen, like, if he marries Jody Arias, I will officiate the ceremony. Um, it's like free. That's free. That's You normally have to pay someone for that. So I'm very grateful. Is she the one that killed someone in a shower? Yes. Travis, okay. Travis Alexander. Uh, I think he was, he very much manipulated her and uh, Stephen and I both see that. Okay, wait, hold on. So I'm going to go back to this very quickly. Oh, so PTSD or sociopathy? I Oh, I can't speak to her like PTSD, but I will say that she is either disturbed and, yeah, I could, I mean, I don't know. They They kept referring to this father, but it seemed like she wanted to be with her dad. Uh... Probably because he was, I mean, her mom was fully neglectful. Oh, sure. So I don't, I don't know. I have no, I have no, I have no idea. At one point she is eating a Greek yogurt though. She was eating a Greek yogurt. I mean, those are like a a buck. I assume she was taking a, like a Bud Light. And I even wrote my notes, like she takes a beer from the fridge and then I I was like, yeah, it's a Greek yogurt. Like I even wrote in my notes. Such a woman's movie. Yeah, yeah. We're even having to eat probiotics for our vaginas in these kind of movies? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, every day. All day, every day. Like, I have my friend who's like 25 just get her first use infection. I was like, don't talk to me. 
Like you are so lucky. Like, no, talk to me. Like, I will tell you how to help it. But like, you're fine. Right. She dodged bullets for 25 years. Life's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the next day in Spanish, Jade is telling Sarah that she didn't get her call. Uh, Sarah is saying that she's still going to the party tomorrow night. Ashley comes in and say, like, shutting up the girls. The teacher is, like, finally over her. Like, three days in, he's over. And he's like, go to the back of the room. And he tells Jade, he's like, you were caught for a cutting yesterday. Like, you're done. So at home, Ashley looks up the teacher's address, okay, and she, like, goes into her mom's wallet and she takes a bunch of cash and she has this, like, devilish knowing look on her face. You need to go to the bank. You sound like your father. Hey, you are not going out with your boobs hanging out like that, are you? Why? Do you want me to dress in sales rack specials like you? I mean, my God, look at you. You look like you've been dressed with a church donation bin. Huh? Well, your father would say you look cheap. Ah! Dad would never talk to me like that. This is the great thing. She slaps her mom. Oof. And we see Jade and Sarah at the party, and Jade is telling Sarah that she's like, She's not going to go to the dance with Owen anymore. He's not good enough for her. Uh, she thinks that, like, Sarah really pressured her into it. Ashley comes over and tells Sarah that she talked to Clay mm-hmm. because he's totally into hooking up with her. And Owen comes over, and, or, and Clay comes over, and he's like, hey, let's take a walk. So Clay takes Sarah into the woods. They hook up. And then this, like, turns into sort of a montage. Ashley and Jay go into... Ramirez is like the t- uh, the Spanish professor's like driveway. They start to like slash his tires and like and take this, you. But they only and, like, slash one tire. They just slash this that one tire over and over again. But his and he had the driveway that looked like Sarah's parents. Same driveway. Yeah, horseshoe driveway. It looked like Irvine. Looked like the OC. Any. It did look very valley to me. Yeah, it looked it looked what it looked LA. But so they ditch her. Here's they also leave the party. Neither one of them carrying a purse or a bag. Come on, girls. Nothing. Where are your purses? When you were a teenager, you had everything on you at all times. Oh, yeah. I had a backpack and a survival kit. 10,000 pounds of textbooks in there. To this Fucking day. Gum. Yeah, yeah. All the gum. Banaka. So after she slaps her mom, we see Jade and Sarah at a party. And Jade is telling Sarah that, babe, he's not good enough for her. Not at all. Which and- really, we all know that he was. And she thinks that Sarah pressured, like, him into it, which, by the way, is, like, I don't know. Like, how could Sarah not see, like, she's being gaslit? Well, Sarah, because when, when he came and asked her to the dance, Sarah gave a look like, yeah, he seems cool. She That's was cute. Not- and she was wearing, like, a cute, like, Kenzo knockoff sweater, and that made me love her. Well, I don't even know what a Kenzo knockoff sweater is. It's, like, a French brand. I kind of, like, I JK that they're, like, the Ed Car- Ed Cardi of France because I love them but it's like a tiger you know it Uh, you'll know it if you see it so anyway um, okay so Ashley comes over and she's like I talked to Clay and he's totally in hooking up with you okay not like in a way that seems I don't know she's just like it's gonna be cute like you and Clay are gonna go hook up she looks like she's like I put in a good word for you with Aryan Nation boy He's down to tongue kiss you. That's all that's going to happen, but he likes you. 
But like, that's I what it seemed like. Honest, like, as a former Sarah, like if a former Sarah said to you, like with her one feather earring, like I put in a good word. Oh, if an Ashley did that, yeah. going to be like, no, nope. yeah, no, no, like a one feather earring. Ashley came up to me and was like, I put in a good word. I feel like she expects me to like. Like God knows, do what? Like, well, like, I know. what did she? What? What is in her word? What is like just, a fun time? Like straight anal, like like that just is I've dry seen the same sex thing because like the way oh. that like by the way this is so common in lifetime movies they just like they just like start like unzipping pants and like I understand <laughs> that they can't get like too sensual in lifetime they don't have time for the romance but it's just like straight up like. It's always like a button fly, like fucking button down, like n- no conversation. It's always mating season on Lifetime. It's it never, is everyone's fuck. constantly ovulating on, in Lifetime. There's so much estrogen. We're in estrus continually. Now, when he, when Aryan Nation took her to the small clearing, yeah. um, did you get a little butterflies like, oh my gosh, he likes her. They're going to kiss. I mean, a little bit, yeah. I obviously. got a little bit excited. I was like, "Oh my god!" It, it, like it reminded me of being a teenager. Me, like, holy shit, someone's like gonna kiss she, me. Like, no, 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 not she cried. No, what's the one where the girl got syphilis that I love so much? Steven, what was the one? She's come undone. Uh, she's too young. Uh, the color, pur- uh, the color purple. What was it? No, I'm sorry. What was it? She's <laughs> too young. Purple. Okay, sorry. Okay, uh, uh, the color. Oh, she's too young. I did not expect that. Like every time, even when she gave a like a blowjob to the guy with syphilis, I was like, maybe they're in love. That's so ideal. That's so idealistic. No, Ali, like, maybe like a both- piece of my brain is missing. No, I think it's filled. It's filled with love, is what it is. You have a a tiny pocket and peanut M and M. A little. You have a little peanut M and M, a red one, a lovey one, where logic and caution should be. And I, I have the same. I have the same thing. What color is yours? I mean, it's green for horny. It's just like hand job, oh, horny green M&M in my love center. You're- <laughs> I mean, it's we have a part of our brain that wants to take even the most terrible situations and turn them into maybe somebody loves us. And that's okay. I mean, not really. It's costly because you have to go to therapy a lot, but it's no, okay. No, I know. It costs so much money. And like being hypnotized has really saved me. No, hypnotherapy is no joke. I've done it. It's great. Loving it so much. So Ashley and Jade go after Ramirez's house. Yeah. And they go, they leave, they get in like a whatever, like an old Tercel. No purses anywhere. No, no. These bitches keep their shit. Like, where do they even have a, their skin tight pants have no pockets for keys. I have, come on, put a backpack on one of them. nothing. They have those like coach mini purses. They are like slashing tires. And then uh, Sarah's parents, like, cut to Sarah's parents. Smash cut to Sarah's parents. Uh, They're super worried. They have no idea where she is. Mom's upset because she thinks, like, oh, this is, like, the time she ran away. A little foreshadowing there. We know a little backstory. Like, she ran away once. And mom's like, look, I told her about the Texas offer, and she didn't take a while. And, like... Why I don't know, like, I I mean, not to be like, I wrote here, like, kind of like a little bit, like, he seemed happy. He was like, whatever, she's like. She's fine, don't know, call her. Like, she's like, teens go missing, like, yeah. so, like you know what, sometimes in life, like, you know what, you're, you're a parking ticket, like, 
you know what? Like you fucking thought you had a coupon for charcoal and like you're having barbecue anyway. You got to buy the charcoal anyway. And like it fucking sucks. Like whatever. Like you thought like, you know, you get the extra nice meat because like that would be cool for the barbecue. But then like you got to the thing and then your your coupon didn't work, but you would only brought enough cash for the deals you had saved. And then you had to leave less charcoal or lesser meat, and then that was it at the end of the day. That's what's behind his eyes. That monologue is right behind his eyes. Do you see what I mean? Like, it was just like, it was like, hey, it was, no, literally, the director whisper into his ears. Let me find the director's name. He whispers in your ears like, hey, 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 you listen to me. Doug Campbell goes up to him, and he's like, you listen to me. Finding, I'm finding the guy's name. Oh, it's not Doug Campbell? Listen to me, Paul. You think about the last time you went to Ralph's and you were frustrated as fuck. Like, you were trying to pull up a burger you, you couldn't afford. Like, you've been sagged for years. Like, there have been years that, like, it's been difficult for you to pay your dues. And you're fucking pissed, man. And you're at Ralph's. And you're trying to, like, buy steaks for your stupid barbecue. And you invite your manager. And you know he's bringing his girlfriend. And, like, his girlfriend, Gigi Hadid. I'm so sad. Do you know what I mean, Allie? I do. Your manager's girlfriend's going to be there. you got to start the barbecue. You don't have the right coupon. P.S. Oh, same thing. Your daughter's missing. <laughs> it's the same thing. But really quick, is there anything at this point that you felt like you learned from Death Click about yourself, about life, about people? Like, was there a point where you were like, you know what? There's going to be Ashleys in the world. Are you an Ashley? Are you a Sarah? Are you a Jade caught in the crossfire? Okay, what, well, happening? here's the problem is that so we go into the thing and like basically Ashley's like, oh, I'm going to like... I'm going to, I'm going to fix the problem. Like, Jade, you're smothered. Like, I'm going to fix the problem. I'm going to be, like, the head of the death click. Right. And, like, she's like, Jade, don't worry. I got it. And Jade's like, what are you going to do? Like, stop hanging out with her like me? And and she's like, no, we're going to figure out something bigger than that. She's yeah. in her fucking warehouse. And it's, like, stupid. And to a, where where her, did they no, find out about this her, She's like, oh, we're going to a rave. Like, literally, like, as if I would ever believe someone, if someone told me we were going to a rave in high school, I would kill myself. And then, like, no, I shouldn't say that. If someone, I would, like, kill myself intellectually. But, like, but. I'd go to a rave in high school. I'd be, like, are there, is there going to be too many drugs there? But I'd, I'd go to, like, a, I went to, like, gothic industrial warehouse parties. I went to, like, goth shit. Like, weird dungeon-y like too way too loud of ministry playing but anyway but the point is so she goes out but you'd go out around people like that and be like yo like you won't let me smoke two cigarettes in the parking lot my weird straight edge friends but like you will literally be surrounded by like fucking goths that make no sense like have you ever talked to like a crazy ass goth like you're like yeah that's like fucking tight but like so, so many goths are really, really just suffering. But nerds. I do, I am a juggalo. That is also another thing I would say with Death Click, too, 
Is that like I did? I am all. I was alt in high school, and I do think that actually, um, this is like a negative statement about juggalos. But I do think Ashley kind of would have been happy if she fell into the juggalo community. I think she needed her people. I think she just needed her people. But I think she's an alpha girl, and I think she just needed to lead. I think that's the problem is we don't teach our girls. They can lead by being treasurer of a club. They can they can lead a whole posse of volunteers. Instead, they just have to lead in these tiny death clicks where they're the alpha females. I think that's the problem. We don't know where to channel our thirst for power. So we murder people with Swiss Army knives. It was abs- – okay, so – Allie. Yeah. Talk to me. <sighs> so Sarah's like, I'm upset my parents are going to take this job. They're like, like oh, like uh, Ashley and Jade are like, oh, perfect opportunity. Ashley's like, don't worry, I've got it. We're going to take care of this whole thing. They take her to a fucking thing in Jade's car. And like Ashley was smart enough to have Jade drive. She had Jade, like, wear the jacket. Ashley had gloves. She, oh. like, had the whole thing fucking settled down. She's like, we're going to the rave. So they go to the rave. There's no rave. And, like, Sarah's not a dumbo, but, like, she just, like, followed through. Because, like, by the way, what what the, like, what would you do? Like, I, when I was 14... I would, like, go inside, but, like, I didn't even have, like, Nokia phones when I was 14. Like, I don't know why she went inside, but she did. And, like, it is a little bit. It's it's fear tactics. It's, like, trying to believe your friends. She went inside. They fucking, like, okay. Ashley stabbed quick, her. Quick question. What, what kind of rave has no cars out, out front and no music? Well, she was, like, we're going to my friend here first, and then we're going to the rave. Oh, I missed that part. That's a good. That's a good alibi. But as soon as those- it was a little bit like nine or two one zero, like I'm here to exchange an egg. <laughs> okay, here's here's what happens. Allie Adler, fun fact, she wrote that. Fun fact, Allie Adler wrote that. That'd be like a better way to put that sentence. I appreciate that. I do have something in here saying that Ashley talks like she has Aspergers. So uh, she either she either is going for autism spectrum. Poorly understood, underdiagnosed in girls, or total sociopath. There's a lack of empathy. There's a flat effect, but I don't see her have. There's an obsessive quality also seen in the autism spectrum. Um, poorly understood with girls. A lot of girls socially adapt. I'm just I'm on a soapbox, but or or she's a cold blooded killer. She's a sociopath. No, you're blowing my mind because you know I mean? think it's all of it. So they murder her. Cut to 36 minutes into this movie, they stab the girl in the stomach with a Swiss Army knife. And I was like, wait a second. We still have another 45 minutes of this movie. What's going to play out next? Who else is... I was like, how did they kill her? It was like when Drew Barrymore in Scream gets killed in like the first scene. I was like, they killed the Sarah girl so quick. Here's the thing. Is that she fucking did it in the way that was so brilliant. Was that she got her to drop her cell phone. Then she took it and she ran away with it with her friend's coat on. She's getting very coat. She put her friend's coat on. She fucking had the Swiss army knife in her shit. She fucking ran up, put the gloves on. And she did it. She turned around. And she, when her friend was like, hey, where's the thing? Just the way that like if I was to grab your thing and be like, well, I guess if I was going to grab your Chewbacca toy right now and be like, hey, I'm taking your Chewy. You turn around and you'd be like, 
hey. And I'd be like, you know, and then if I didn't love you so much, I would be like, stab, 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 stab. <laughs> and that's what she did to, I know. And that's Just pretend, she, pretend that. She stabbed her seven times, like, or more. And my, I'm not looking at the wiki right now. She stabbed her so many times. And her friend was like, yo, I thought I was giving you a ride to a rave where we were going to like kind of tell her friend that like, you know, like, look, you, you're cool, but like, I don't want to like hang out with you that much anymore. Because that was, was the breakup. conversation her friend was trying to have. She was trying to have like the, like, let's just not like depend on each other every weekend kind of combo. She was going to set a boundary. She you've all had, kill you've her, had that. Bitch. You've had that. Right, Steven? Sure, when you're like, let's back, let's back off, let's dial this down a little. You do like a cool, you do a cool off. Take a minute. Yeah. But like, also, your friend just stabbed someone to death. Well, in real life, they both killed her. They were both in cahoots, and they did a thing where they're like, on three, we we roll, we kill her, and then they tweeted about it. They were like on Twitter, like the next day, just being like, hey, like. It's it's even more horrible in real life. Here's one thing: is like I'm kind of like I would kill for Slender Man. Like I just like it would have to be like the right circumstances. No, I'm kidding. You guys stop. No, I know it's wrong. What's the? Have you ever felt? Can you believe? What you can go to prison for texting someone to kill themselves now. I think it. I think they have to look at the context and see like how much were you really manipulating a person. If someone's like, "Oh my god, look at my fucking bangs," and you're like, "Kill yourself," like you're not gonna go to prison for that. But if you're like, you know what, you probably should. Everyone would be better off without you. Then like maybe that's coercion. I don't know. I mean, who doesn't threaten to kill themselves ten times a day in this in this crazy world of ours? I feel like everyone's like, ugh, ugh like kill I asked for two percent, kill myself. Yeah. All like the literally ask for two percent kill myself like all the time. Like that's a cool milk to get. No, it's not like hipster, it's main it's very mainstream it's very basic. Two percent. What's your milk? Oh I don't I don't fuck with cow. Are you vegan? No, I just it grosses me out. Yeah. Like the idea of like I don't know. I'm sure it's still the thing is I eat ice cream. Why doesn't that not gross me out? But I'll 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 fuck with an almond milk, which is just terrible for the environment. I'll hop back in real quick and just say okay. that Sarah's parents are worried because they don't know where she is, and Mom's upset because this is what's happened like the last time she ran away. What do you say? He hasn't seen them. He has no idea where they are. Well, I wouldn't worry. She's probably just lost track of time. That's what we said the night she ran away. And she's got no reason to do that now. She doesn't even know about the Texas offer. She knows. I told her. I told her we should think about it. You did? Mm-hmm. What'd she say? Sorry. That's just great. You know what? My parents moved when I was 10, too, and I didn't like it much, but guess what? I survived. <clears throat> Sarah, where have you been? Relax, Mom. God. It's almost two hours past your curfew. You know how upset your mother's been? Well, obviously not you. Sarah. Your father's right. And as far as we're both concerned, 
You're grounded. Whatever. Hello? Where are you? I'm at home. Why? You took off with Ashley last night and left me, so I figured you were with her. I'm grounded thanks to you. I thought you were with Clay. Clay's a jerk. The only reason that he wanted to be with me was because your friend Ashley told him that I'd have sex with him. She wouldn't do that. Clay probably just told you that to get in your pants. Well, you shouldn't have left me. God, Sarah, I thought I was doing you a favor. Look, I gotta go. Are you still coming to dinner tonight? Yeah, sure, whatever. Sunny morning in the suburbs, sunny, sunny burbs. But can we backtrack real quick? Number one, Sarah's mom, her extensions are too long. Oh, okay. She has too long of blonde mermaid hair. It doesn't match her face. Also, she's wearing an off-the-shoulder shirt. I am supremely upset by this. Uh, I think, um, you know, women have, at a certain age, they have to pick an asset. That was something that was said to me recently on a podcast that I was working Okay. Like, she should blend. She should a little, yeah. What would be, like, her asset? The thing is, I really appreciate... I will say Sarah's mom in this. I think her hair is her asset because it's just too glossy. And it's, like, Pam Anderson hair, and I can't figure it out. It's, like, Baywatch hair. But it's I'm proud of Pam Anderson for taking a stance against porn, being a destructor. She, you know what she said? Like... God bless. Like, God bless Pam Anderson. Coming God. forward. Did she get hep C? Or did I imagine yeah. that? Oh, God. She's a survivor. Um. Anyway, I'm just saying, just take note of it. It's just incongruous. And I don't know what, I don't know why those stylistic choices were made. I was like, what's this? Who has this much time? I just want to know what shine serum they're all using. They are using a very good giant serum. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. This is big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They, they kill her. Oh, God damn. Just leave her body there. In real life, took her body, put rocks and dirt on top of it next to like a riverbed or something. I mean, it's, it's, it's so brutal in real life. I do have in my notes Jade, like the stone. She's precious. She's stony. She's valuable. She's cool. Jade was pretty cold here. Okay, so she's shanked 36 minutes in. Um, okay. Also, oh, I will say after they shank her in the warehouse, they're like wiping off sticky blood with dry Kleenex. And that is one of those she's textural like, sensations. Okay, like, I just she's okay, like, but like, I wrote like she's never seen like a fucking procedural. Like, you don't know anything. Like, you don't anything. You don't know bring like the gloves and put it in the thing and like have her. She, what she did was is that Jade was clueless. And, like, Ashley was, like, the best she could be of who she was. And that, like, Ashley probably didn't give a fuck enough to, like, really pay attention to the deets. She's like, you know what? A stray hair gets in there. You know what? They'll probably assume it did because, like, yeah, fucking did. I'm popular. When I fucking, like, fucking throw my hair over my shoulder, like... You'd be blessed if one strand 
should break loose and land upon your head. Like, whatever. She's, so you're saying her, she, her forensic she knowledge it like, yeah, a little Yeah, she put weak. everything on. She put everything on what's her fucking face, Jade. She's like, oh, like, Jade, like, hold the knife. Like, oh, by the way, oh, my God, wait, quick, hold Jade, hold this knife. Hold this knife for you're not my friend. Okay, by the way, like, by the way, hold it, like. Why did they not throw that knife in a in a into a dumpster somewhere? That's the first thing you do, right? Why would you put the knife in a plastic baggie? Because you want to know why? Because she's gonna frame her. No, because she's like, yeah, she's pathological. Oh, because she's a dumb, yeah. Yeah, it's like a trophy for her. Oh, or come on, guys. Because she knew that was the ultimate thing, and she knew she's like, oh, if one thing, she's like, it's gonna be the weapon that I handed to this person. She drove the quote-unquote getaway. She drove me there. She didn't know what she was doing. Like, for all she knew, what she was doing was, like, dropping her friend off a party that was, like, inconvenient for her rich-ass parents to have to pick her up. There's not going to be, like, some sort of thing where she was going to, like, wind up in a down... I mean, like... Honey. Like, I don't even remember this movie took place. It was, like, early 2000s. Oh, Can God. You I don't even imagine, like, oh. being, like... Being like high school, like running with the bad girls. Like I remember. Wait, it wasn't too that they had cell phones and Facebook. early two thousands, but like mid early to mid. It's like when I was in like two thousand six. Like my boyfriend had a Nokia, and I was like, "You're balling." Like I think it was like that. Oh yeah, no. Except oh yeah, it was LA. Having having a cell phone was was everything back then, right? But like. Oh, dude. Okay, I do have in my notes, again, with the mom's hair. Her hair is too clean. She needs to rub some ham on it. <laughs> I stand by that. Shit's too clean. She's got to have dirtier hair. Also... The um, alcoholic mom. No, 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 no. No, Sarah's mom. Um, okay. Way more crying should be happening right now, also. She, yeah, way she's like, she, I need to see some Patsy Ramsey. So she's got her cell phone, right? They head back. They go to Ashley's mom's house. She's like, stay at my house because A, your dad's your dad's off getting porked and B, we killed someone so we got a bond. So they go back to her house and they kind of have a look like, what did we just do? But no one's crying enough. There needs to be snot coming out of noses. Like you just killed someone. Don't Don't slightly like raspy dry cry. I need a wet sobbing face. I need a not single tears i need a whole smear of tears anyway so she's i think that they're washing some blood off some things whatever critical to the story we see drunk mom stumble past be like sup girls uh you you guys want to get a calzone or something whatever because she's always trying to hang and then she we need that for later because she witnessed some shit they're over here smells in here this is Stupid, let's just leave. Hey! Give me my phone! Ashley, what the hell is wrong with you? Give it back! Give it back! Oh! <laughs> 
did you do that? It's the only way to get rid of her. What? Here, I'll take this. What? Take it! Relax, all right? We'll do what we wanted. I didn't want that! I didn't want you to kill her! Well, how else were we gonna get rid of her? I thought we were just gonna leave her here or something. I don't know. Here, drop it in the bag. Do it! Let's go. Why, why we can't just, we can just leave her Yes, here. we can. Let's go. Wait, wait. This is all hitting Jade for real and sitting here for the first time. And Ashley is like calmly taking the bloody clothes off of her body in like a very dark way. Like she's just doing it in the first way we're realizing like she may be a full sociopath. I had always kind of like felt maybe she had some sort of other sort of thing going on, but I didn't know. So Ashley goes into the hallway and she's like, I'll be right back. Remember, we're both in this together. Now we are. Like, dude, like, can you be, like, that's like Pretty Little Liars function seven seasons off that one line. Really? Like, yeah, because, like, they, like, had one thing happen. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, now we're in this forever. Which is all Ashley wanted because she was in love with Jade so much. Yeah. Finger we know status. that she was in love with Jade. The only thing is, is in real life, that may have been more reciprocal. But in the story, they try to make it one way because I think that mainstream movies are still trying to shame teenage homosexuality. I'm just saying, like, they're still, they're still not ready to just be like, not ready to fully accept it. So I want to make sure to explore that on one of the last seasons. Like, I want to be like, what's what's the best version of people think of, like, Lifetime's attempt to understand queer, queer culture? Okay, they're like, we're in this together. And she's like, oh, shit. And then she cries a little bit. Anyway, they go to bed. They wake up with this, like, oh, no, what the fuck did we do last night? Should we kill someone? And they got to go to school. They go to school because if they don't go to school, then someone will know what's up. So at this point, Sarah's parents are like, go into her bedroom to be like, I made you some cream of wheat, my favorite little daughter. Also, they're all only only children. That's interesting. You'd think they'd bond over that. I know. I know. I want, I know this. They just couldn't because of the familial differences. Always in a lifetime, it's like, yo. Your families just need to be more zen. Like, if you could all get Unitarian, like, you'd be chill. Wait, what if this is pro-dad propaganda? All of it is. Like, it really is. This dad is the most removed dad AF. Well, actually, you got to say the totally missing one is totally... So, they come in different stages. We got a completely missing one in the drunk mom case. We got a half in, half out. You can come stay with me and Mindy JK. Why don't you stay alone in this big weird house? And then you got this weird football tossing all-American dad who's like a little shruggy. There should be another dad who gives a shit. Maybe Mr. Ramirez is like an awesome parent. Yeah. Maybe he's... We just don't see that. Maybe he's like out there teaching his daughters how to change a tire in case something bad ever happens. But you know what? Here's my question. Hmm. Why aren't we saying that? Yeah, I know. 
Mr. Ramirez needs his own thing. And that's my question. I would watch Mr. Ramirez. I mean, I know why, but like, it is a question. Do you ever watch these things and you like, you start to wonder like, where's the scene where Mr. Ramirez comes out and then has to go to the tire shop and they've got like shitty coffee in the waiting room and he looks at like some hunting magazine for a little bit and he's a little bit late to school because he doesn't have a tire. Do you ever think about that kind of stuff? You know what I mean? Poor Mr. Ramirez. Where are you going? She's gonna go home. Why? To pack. Gotta get my stuff out by the end of the week. Cool, well, you can just stay here. It's Sarah's mom. Go ahead, answer it. No, I don't wanna answer it. Do it, you're gonna have to talk to her sooner or later. You know what to say. Hello? Jade? Hi, this is Lana. Hi, Mrs. Cowan. Hi, honey. Um, have you seen Sarah? Did you guys get together last night? No. I haven't seen her since yesterday at school. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, did she call you last night? Yeah. And what did she say? Nothing, just that she was bummed that she was grounded. Are you sure that's all she said? Yeah. Okay, um... Well, could you please call me if you hear from her? And, uh, and tell her to come home. I won't be mad. Okay, I will. Go get breakfast. And Sarah's parents are like freaking, and like the mom is, but the dad is kind of like acting like they went. He's kind of acting like with like grocery shopping, and they went to like buy a case of Coca Cola, but the store that they went to, like they didn't have it. And the mom was like, oh, maybe they stopped making Coca Cola altogether. And he was like, don't worry about it. Like, there's no way they stop making Coca Cola altogether. It's like, it's impossible. And he's like basically treating her like basically that whatever is happening, whatever is going on, it's, it's like as simple as going on into like another grocery store. He's just saying like, whatever, we'll go over to a friend's house. No big deal. But like this apparent like background, like her leaving to go away for 48 hours at another friend where it was considered a runaway. This is a traumatic event in the family. So they will like find his daughter is this history of going away and like a wild like I don't know. I mean they don't even pay attention to the fact that like homegirl's a wild skank. Uh the parents have no acknowledgement of it. Like that's like feminist of them. Yeah, that they do, that they haven't picked up on the fact that Ashley one feather earring, lone feather earring is bad news. They're like, babe, she's like, they, they're not even like, honey, she is, oh, who can, who, who knows? Yeah, she's, you know, did you ever watch the um, Leave it to Beaver? Mm-hmm. Remember the Eddie Haskell? Sure. She, how he was so nice to uh, Mrs. Cleaver, but really he was a, uh, 
a real prick. Oh, yeah. I think she just turns on the charm. But everyone sees through Eddie Haskell. My point is, uh, I forgot what my point is, but they, okay, so they're like, she's a runaway. Yeah, that's right, because Sarah's a total flight risk. Essentially, Sarah's like they like she needs her bail set at like five million dollars because like she's going to bail. She's like her parents are so afraid. So she does bail. They're like, I'm sure she's at Jade's. Oh, dude, this is a scene that's like everything. Okay, Wags is so excited. He loves the scene. This is so manipulative. Okay, so she wakes up and she's like a cartoon of a drunk person, like and all of like the images of like like all these like fuzzy motions are coming in and like no like weird noises and like things from like old time like blazer beams and like all sorts of weird things are coming in. And Ashley's telling her that they're like basically everything this is a scene where okay. the mom loses everything. This is a scene where we as an audience are like, we're done with mom. Right. Because like, she's like seeing like, it's like, like your mom. Drunk mom. You're talking drunk uh, mom right now, right? Yes. This is a scene where we basically, because her accountability comes to play. Right. Very seriously in the end. But this is the scene where we see her leave and, and uh, Ashley's telling her they're out of basically everything they need. My mascara girls night out was and Ashley was like, you were drunk. We were home. We were home the whole night. And Jade freaks out and she's like, I gotta go. Right. So Ashley's parents are at the station and they're saying that even though they ran away, this is different. And they tell her that they're going to be tracked down her like via her phone right now, which is like, Right, and I was... By the way, very too late. Sarah's mom goes to Jade, who is moving out with her dad, and he's putting boxes into his car. Um, Dad? Yeah? Is there room for my stuff over at Mindy's yet? Could I bring it by tonight? I told you I gotta clean out that spare bedroom. It's gonna take a couple days. What's the matter? Nothing. What happened to Sarah? What do you mean? Thought you can stay with her? I was, um... She changed her mind. Drop a key off tomorrow. You can be all right here, right? Yeah. Okay. See you tomorrow, all right? Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Ashley is staring at Jade from a car. She's just lurking and like being a fucking crazy person. It really does look wild. Uh, Jade is in her house looking at a picture of her and Sarah and Ashley comes in. What are you doing? Uh, Why'd you run off like that? I just had some stuff to take care of. What? Stuff. Look. I know that you're upset, but you gotta chill out, all right? No one's gonna find out. We covered our tracks. It's just you and me now. Like we said. Look at me. I love you, it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay.
Jade, it's Lana. Hi, Mrs. Cowan. Hello, Mrs. C. Hi, Ashley. Um, have you heard from her? No. Me neither. Are, are you sure you didn't see her last night? Yeah. Yeah. Because the last time she disappeared, she spent the night over here. But she didn't do that this time. She didn't come here last night. And she didn't mention anything about wanting to leave home? N nothing at all? No. Jade, you have to tell me the truth. I know something is up here. She said she was running away. What? She was really upset about being grounded. I mean, we told her not to worry about it, that it was just one more weekend, but I don't know, she wouldn't listen. Did she call you too? She called Jade at my place, and I heard her on the speaker. Why didn't you tell me about this before? She asked me not to. Jade, do you realize how serious this is? Where did she say she was going? She didn't. Just that she was going to hit the road and try to catch a ride or something. Is this true? Are you telling me everything? Because I've reported her missing to the police. She said that she was going to run away from home, and I, I haven't heard from her since. If you want, we could set something up online to help find her. I mean, I'm sure somebody knows where she is. Yeah. That'd be nice. And I'm sure the police will want to talk to both of you. Fine, yeah. You'd be more than happy to help. I'll be in touch. See? Easy. And what about the police? Don't worry about it, okay? Just stick to the story and play it cool, got it? Oh, also, at this point, too, Ashley has found a trucker and stashed Sarah's phone in his car. Well, no, it's like racist AF. That was like right. the whole other, like, that was the whole other thing. Uh, moms always know. Like, that was one of the things that I wrote down when I was watching this. I was like, even clueless moms always know. They, got like, a they may sense. not need to be like tuned into the situation. They may tune in part way. They're like, I don't trust that chick. Yeah, of course not. Sarah's mom. Sarah's mom knew what was up. I also want to give props to Sarah's mom. Full forehead mobility. Do you notice that? She not a Botox. She was able to emote. She was able to crunch her forehead. It moved. Even though in real life, like a suburban mom of that caliber probably would have had Botox. But she, I appreciated that her face creased with grief in the ways that it was supposed to. She's, she's missing. Sarah's mom. She's, oh, oh, one thing, the scene at 47 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Jade is talking to her dad. He's going to Mindy Kaling's and she has this beautiful moment. We see her over the shoulder at 47 minutes and Jade, the actress has either a bug bite or a zit on her back. And it just made me think she's a human. And I just, I loved it. It was, amazing. I did love that too. I love, I love the like, look for that little that bit is on, on her back. That's on the makeup list. Like that is really on the it. makeup list. There's a whole subplot where 
she tells her, she finally is like, hey, Jade tells Ashley, back off. All right, I think I'm done with you. You're creeping me out. And then I think Ashley goes to the dance with Clay. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, she's kind of making eyes at this girl who's like, hey, I like your clothes. And she's like, thanks. And it looks like maybe she's going to get a new BFF who she's clearly in love with because, again, there's major, major undertones here that – Ashley is suffering from closeted homosexuality. Hey, can I help you? Hi, I'm Lana Cowan, Sarah's mom. Tina Trailman. Uh, would you have a minute to talk? Uh, yeah, sure. Come on in. Thanks. Um, I, I don't know if Ashley told you, but um, Sarah's missing. Missing? Yeah, she never came home Saturday night. I had no idea. Have you called the police? Yes, I have. They've put homicide on it. I'm so sorry. If there's anything I can do. Well, maybe you could tell me where Ashley was Saturday night. Ashley? What does Ashley have to do with this? She said Sarah called Jade while they were here and told them she was running away. I I just find it hard to believe that Jade wouldn't tell me that. I mean, Sarah and Jade are best friends. I just thought maybe if I knew all three of them went out, that I would have a clearer picture of what happened. Did Ashley and Jade go out Saturday night? Go back to sleep, Mom. Tina. Did the girls go out Saturday night? No, we didn't. Hi, Ashley. Ashley, you never told me your friend Sarah was missing. You mean ran away? I didn't think it was a big deal. She did it before, right? So, uh, why do you want to know where I was Saturday night? interrogating my mother or something? I'm just trying to get all the facts so I can understand what happened. Well, uh, to answer your question, I didn't go out Saturday night. I know Jade did, though, to go out and meet Sarah. Yeah, she said she wanted to talk to her, you know, about the whole running away thing. But I know that she came back here later. My mom saw her come in. Right, mother? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Why didn't Jade tell me that? I don't know. I guess she swore not to say anything. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Oh, Mrs. Cowan? Yes. Do me a favor. Don't come back to my house again. Sarah's mom shows up to Ashley's house. She's been drinking, obviously. Sarah's mom explains that Sarah's been missing since Saturday night. They've been, like, it's been officially a homicide case. 
a quick audio break to say that Ashley has come home from school is now listening in on her mother who's holding a large, unfortunately, pink glass of rosé. Touches Sarah's mom. And at one point, Ashley's mom's vision goes from blurry because she's been like having like drunken flashbacks to Saturday night. So you can pretty clearly hear that like it's like it sways in and out. Uh, She's having some flashbacks. Dude. Sarah's mom sees Jade standing outside her window house. That window house. Wait. Sarah's mom sees Jade standing outside the window at her house. This is where you need to think about whether or not her parents, who have lost a teen child, are so lost in denial that believe in anything that two people were never capable of raising him, a human being on their own beside Jade. Basically, uh, Jade, like, basically blows the whole thing. She, right. like, completely does this whole thing during the thing. There's no one's ever seen any sort of procedural of any sort of cop show. Jade directs the parents to the warehouse. She, like, the cops are there. They take it in. Jade gets her mug shot. She looks completely gorgeous. The place, like... Book Jade, she's amazing. Then this like level-headed young Asian cop who I'm obsessed with, loved him. Like he like kills it. And this female homicide detectives like take Ashley in for questioning. Cop moment, like totally sane, like collecting photos. Authority cops, losers, whatever. Uh, Ashley's being questioned by the cops. You have to have the lawyer present. Jade, what is it? Is everything okay? Did Sarah call you? No, but I know where she is. Where is she? Jade, where is she? Jade, what are you doing here? What's going on? She knows where Sarah is. You do? Jade, talk to me. Where's Sarah? Okay. Where's Sarah? Ashley killed her. She she killed her. You're lying. She's in a warehouse downtown, thirty minutes from here. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. All right, get in the car. Get in the car. Lana, call the police. Oh, this is the end. Okay. I will say the acting of her dad trying to be like, where's Sarah? Is one of my favorite lines of the, of the whole movie. He doesn't care about anyone or anything. This does a douche. It's so good. He try. He tries. He's trying so hard just to, to pretend like he has hope in his eyes. Of course, that turns to sadness. That is a th- that is the most awkward 30-minute car ride, though. And she's like, she's in a warehouse 30 minutes from the city. Let's all get in the car. What the fuck? Are they t- is the radio on? What are they talking about for 30 minutes? There is some footage that looks like it was shot on a Razor phone. Suddenly, everything gets like super grainy and weird when they're in the car. They do seem to have some real tears there, though, which is awesome. And it makes me wonder why that footage is so weird, if that was stylistic or if they like really did shoot it on a phone but it's great anyway so they're driving for 30 minutes of like deep do doop do doo so let's go find the body we see the body why aren't there more flies why isn't there the smell of decomposing flesh it's been two days she's been sitting there i was just thinking because she's beautiful like I, that's all i could that's the only reason i could justify it by like maybe she was covered by a heavy cloth and she's pretty and i was wearing a lot of like 
maybe even like, I don't know, in the time of Bath and Body Works lotion, uh, an oil. Freesia, Freesia body mist and good bone structure cannot save you from decomposition in a warehouse. And it looked like the weather was warm. But I mean, it's kind of uncouth to show a mother choking on the stench of her her rotting daughter's body. So I think that they cut that out for just decency reasons. But it should have been a little bit more gruesome. If you're going to show a body, you can make it a little bit more, have a little she, bit more impact. She looks beautiful. I need them. Yeah, I, you're right. You could have had more. Yeah. But these actresses... But this is victimization of the female character comes into our thing and like they might have wanted to keep her like young and beautiful when she died yeah and be like wow look at this young beautiful swan killed too soon eaten by maggots but not too much i already told you ashley was home that night actually you didn't tell me ashley did well (laughs) i don't know what you want from me I want you to put yourself in my shoes. As a mother who just lost her daughter and is desperately trying to find out what happened. I know you said Sarah had good manners, but she was also warm and kind, and she loved her family. But if she ever hurt anyone, I would be the first person to step up and make sure she took responsibility, no matter how much it hurt me or Sarah. It's our job as mothers to make sure we raise good people no matter how hard that is Tina I saw how Ashley treated you and it's not gonna stop and maybe you think you failed but you only did if you don't tell the truth and stand up to her and be the mother she needs better to do. What's wrong with you? What you doing? I need a new pair of shoes. I, I thought you just bought some new shoes. 
I did. These are for a friend. What happened to the old ones? I saw you washing them. What happened? What do you care? I saw the blood. Was it Sarah's? What the hell are you doing? Telling the truth. I saw both you and Jade come home that night, not just Jade. You don't know what you saw, you were drunk. No, no, I know what I saw. And I'm not lying, not anymore. Look at you. You don't know anything. Sitting here, collecting your welfare checks, drinking your cheap wine. Who's gonna listen to you? Huh? No one. Because you're not gonna open that drunk mouth of yours to anyone, got it? Just like your father. Self-entitled son of a... I am your mother, Ashley! And I've had enough! You call yourself a mother? Look at you! You're pathetic! I should have put you out of your misery a long time ago. Like you did that poor girl? Yeah, that's right. You liked Sarah. Poor sweet Sarah. Such good manners she had. But oh, so weak. Stabbing someone to death hardly makes you strong. Shut up. It's over, Ashley. Because as soon as I tell the police the truth... It's not over. Because if you say anything... I swear... I'll kill you. Just like I killed that stupid bitch, Sarah. No, you won't. Because your mother's right. It's over, Ashley. You set me up? I heard every word. Yeah, well, it's your word against mine. No one's gonna believe you anyway. Get out of my house! I heard it too. You are under arrest for the murder of Sarah Cowan. Crime was tra like tragic it as was, hell. Yeah, like, it's just like really like it's one that you need to know about because it's very like it. I you can see how these things can happen. Like just people are jealous or envious or just like they want to be there. They think it could have been them or they're like mentally ill or whatever. Yeah, I think I think the brain, the teenage brain, is still very much developing. And but the also the they're not people. They're not. They're just like eggs 
It's like dealing with a hatchlings. No the teenagers, but like You guys aren't real humans yet. No, you are teens. Just Allie, are you ready to do the lifetime hall of fame scale? I think I am. Yes. Okay, so like what's your favorite movie of all time? Like favorite, like, oh, that's such a good movie with acting. Like, I love acting. It's so good. It's like great, like cinematography, like fucking murderous, like everything's oh, just great. Like a, of lifetime movies or of movies, movies? In life. Like your favorite movie of life. Oh my god, where the acting's also I get raised in Arizona, I wanna say. Does that count? It's comedy. Your number one is Raising Arizona. Okay. Your number five is Lifetime. Okay. Meaning like the most like, well, that was like acceptable. Okay. Acting overall, one through five. Oh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. I agree. I, I think the moments I like the most, I think Jade pulled out some real tears. And um, I liked the forehead wrinkles. Underreactions. Oh, so many. Well, under underreactions, mush mouth, bad girl. Um, and not, not enough sobbing. Not enough real hoarse, raspy sobbing. Should have been more. And also, I mean, we all know that the dad was like a shrugaholic. I I wish I could give this a six. Yeah. And this is such a five for me. I'm so upset. This is like when you can't give I'm one. Furious. You have to give one star on I'm Yelp. I'm embarrassed. I gave anyone else a five. Anyone else. I'm sorry. I take it back. This is a mold breaker. Yeah. There were some real blasé reactions to some I'm brutal so, shit i'm so sorry if i was hurtful to anyone this is so this is this is just this is i'm, I'm sorry if i was hurtful no i think that you, you're speaking from five. the heart you're speaking from the heart you're where are you five i'm at a five. Oh, i'm at i'm at yeah overreactions not a lot of overreactions in this i would say let's give it a three for subtlety i'm being generous Giving it, I'm giving it a three for subtlety. Okay. Yeah, I think there were some moments there. You know, I think there were... Dialogue? Oh, God, girl. Four and a half. Dude, four and a half for dialogue. Four and a half for dialogue for real. Yeah. This is a very good four and a half for dialogue. I mean... Wardrobe. And then don't forget that within wardrobe, there are two other categories, wigs and weaves and makeup. Okay, uh, I'm going to give wardrobe overall a three for effort because they put in too much effort, but I respect that because they they get paid on a 12-hour day. They did as much work as they could. Uh, the blouses, again, slayed me dead. Too many blouses. Too many tank blouses. The wigs and weaves, you know how I feel about this. The hair was too good. It was too clean. Yeah. There was not enough like that. split ends or dander in this. These are real people. They all they all looked like they spent the majority of the morning in hair. So I give that I give that a four, maybe a five. Because the hair was too good. 
Okay, I'm gonna let you have this because you are actually do you actually do cable TV? I mean, I'm on you that screen. No, and you like or like can say like they could have had it. They didn't have that, and they didn't. They didn't. And they you just know. you know what? You know you're deaf. They what they should have done is instead of having everyone's hair look like one of Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends' hairs. They should have gone on Teen Mom. What does Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends look like? I don't know. Like, didn't he date Giselle or something? Yes. Like, good hair. They have expensive hair. Like a duck had to go. I know, but like they have like Jennifer Aniston glossy hair. Yeah. Weaves what? Oh, weaves. Yep. Zero. One. No, they were they were so good that I gave them a. I think I gave them a three or a four. You love the weaves. They were you too good. You love the weaves. What they were, were the too weaves? Good. What were the weaves? Sarah's mom clearly, clearly had a weave. Either there's. I never noticed. She had two tears in her hair, and they were too long. And I don't believe that that actress would have had that long of hair in real life. Wow, this is important. Okay, this is important. Okay, th- three. Wow. Yeah, okay, we're gonna give makeup. Makeup. I'm going to give it a solid three, too. Wow. Okay, I wanted more smeared, more smeared mascara. Also, don't try to fucking tell me that people go to sleep with all of their mascara on and they wake up with it looking the same. Don't try to tell me that lifetime. I'm not a dummy. You tear in your sleep. Like, it's natural. Like, your eyes are, like, creating stuff in your sleep. I know. Mine are doing it right now. They're creating them all the time. I know. You're tearing up like crazy in your sleep. Don't go to, but don't wake up with your with your liquid liner perfect. Crying. Crying, not enough. Not enough. I give it a I give it a four. Four point two five. Four point two five for on the crying scale. There was That means like big jagged crazy cries. No, not good enough, I'm saying. Oof. Not good enough of crying. Although the scene where they're driving to find her body with the weird shitty footage. There was some real, there was some like red face crying in there, which was good. Victimization of the female character. This one had so many surprises. I'm, this is a five for me. It had so many surprises for me in the different female characters. Okay, talk to me. It just was like every one of them. I was like, shit, Jade, like, fuck your, like, you're all fucked. Like, you're like fucked by your socioeconomical situation or you're fucked by your husband's rules or you're fucked by your schedule or you're like your expectations or your like your school situation or whatever. Like you're all fucked. Like you're every one of them was fucked. Yeah, there wasn't a there wasn't a woman in there that wasn't hurting. Oh, well, then I get Ashley was like dying. Like and that's the thing that killed me about her as a killer. Like Bay, you would not kill if you were not dying. Like she was like when she needed a best friend. I know, I know. Because she's a sociopath. Well, she was hurting. Do you think her best friend was her dad? That's a good point. I don't think so because her dad seemed abusive, so she was probably intermittently afraid of him at least. The font. Oh, I missed the font. I didn't get the font. I forgot to note it. It was like a two. Okay. It was a two. It wasn't the worst. But, um, 
it was stylized in an interesting way in the way they did the credits, which I liked. The actual font itself, I wasn't a fan of, but the credits itself, I liked. Maybe I changed fonts to credits, font to credits next season. Can I propose? Uh, a, can I propose a category? Yeah. What about alternate titles? Yeah. I had two alternate titles for what? this. Psychogina. Psychogina. Because she's clearly a psychopath. Oh yes, with a vagina. Please. Oh yes, please. Which is rare. Psychogina. Yes, please. And the other thing is. I thought maybe a good title would be Littering Ribbons because at the very end. They just litter those ribbons. They just take these and like, ribbons and they, and what do they do? They go, they land like 40 feet away on the neighbor's lawn. Why are they littering these ribbons? And one of the things I wrote down is like, you know what? Like I had a high school, like ribbon color, college ribbon color I love too. But like it wasn't like the most important part of my life. This girl wasn't in a sorority. She wasn't in a sport. Like, why are they littering a black and red ribbon at her death scene? And it's like, it's like, why are you littering devil ribbons? Like, just like, let something fucking like translucent go or something. Yeah, like get a lavender up there. Like, something well, like that. Like, oh, like she loved her school so much. Like, let's look like a little black ribbon into the sky. That seems like so like gothic to me it would have to be gale force winds to carry that anywhere important that shit's gonna land literally at their mailbox and they're gonna be like oh i guess we have to go pick up these fucking ribbons that we littered littering ribbons goth i think i think if she were goth she would have had more loyal friends because goths goths don't wear single feather earrings they're not troublemakers like that are they oh wags did not like that petting of the ears are you gonna stab me wax don't stab me i'm faithful i think she i think if sarah had just moved to texas none of this would have happened. if her dad would have taken the job at halliburton none of this would have happened uh you guys i love you so much thank you so much for coming at ali ward and we're gonna find you on the internet ali ward a-l-i-e-w-a-r-d on all the platforms and um you can see me on a science show saturday mornings and uh saturday morning cbs that's so exciting innovation nation and then uh unique suites with uh your girl georgia love it uh please we will see you next week steve Murray morris thank you so much thank you Moss. bye america everyone bye you know what good luck we're gonna be fine if not i'll see you in mexico or another place all right i love you I love you too, Malls.
Thank you for listening to Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think about the show, so reach out to us on Twitter at MMISWP. And while you're here, why not smash that subscribe button and make us a part of your weekly routine? If you want to go the extra mile, leave us a review. It helps our ranking in the iTunes store and lets other people find the show and share the lifetime love. Today's show was produced by Stephen Ray Morris with support from Christina Lopez. Molly Mae McMahon from Six Peaks made our logo. Additional thanks to our associate producer, Nicole Matthew. I'm your host, Molly McLear, and you can find me across social media as Malls or on Snapchat, Malls Official. Until next week. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like that. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?